Welcome to the Spiritual Soul Discovery Podcast. If you are spiritually curious, this is the podcast for you. We will be exploring today's curiosities around spirituality, mindfulness, and life after life. I'm your host, Joanna Durkin. I am a spiritual medium and soul reader. It is my passion to help others discover their inner spiritual guidance that connects you with your purpose here on earth. You know there's more to this life that's waiting for you, and now is the time to be inspired and uncover your true destiny. I promise there will be some magic along the way. So, are you ready to discover more about your soul and its connection to this world and beyond? Then let's go. Hi guys, welcome to episode three called The Happy Medium. Today, I'd love to start a conversation about mediums. And it won't be the last time we touch on this subject because I'd love to get some guests on the show to share their experience with a medium and also have some mediums on the show to talk about their experiences too. This is such a fun and interesting topic to discuss because it's a little mystical for some and yet very real for others who have experienced it. I love that mediumship has become more mainstream with TV shows like The Long Island Medium. I mean, I watched Sylvia Brown back in the 90s on Montel, and that was my first introduction to mediumship. It amazed me that she could just pick up information on people so easily. And what I loved about seeing mediums on TV is that healing process that happens right before your eyes in some of these readings. I mean, you can't deny it. You see people who they are desperate or they're lost and just sad and they just need some type of closure from their loved one's death. And the medium tells them something that no one else would know. And you see their expression just completely changed and what they've been holding on to is released. I'm not saying it's like instant healing and that every medium on TV is the real deal. I'm not saying that. But you can tell that when it happens and it's for real, that door is just open for them to walk through it and move on with their own life and their own purpose on earth. And to leave that fearful mindset behind because it's time to make the most of their life that isn't over. It's kind of like when they get that reading, they get permission to live again and not feel guilty for enjoying their life. So as we go through this episode, and if you are not quite a believer, I just ask that you keep an open mind and an open heart to consider that it might be possible to connect with heaven and the other side with the right person. After all, we as humans, we're all energy and spirit is energy. So it is just at its basic form, energy connecting with energy. The word medium really just describes what we're doing for the spirit. We're just the middle person. We relay the messages and the visions we receive in our mind to our sitter. And our sitter is the person who is receiving the reading. 
mediumship has been around for centuries. I mean, I mean, it became much more popular in the 19th century with the idea of spiritualism and many people who had the gift would go from town to town and perform lectures and demonstrations for a crowd. I mean, I could go further into the history of mediumship, but in all honesty, that's not what you're here for. And believing in mediums is a tale as old as time. So I'm going to focus on the now, the 21st century, and talk about how it works, how it works for me. And I'm sure you are curious, how is the information received? What do we see or what don't we see? Um, What do we hear? What do we feel? And how do we know it's for real? (laughs) Every medium receives information differently and you likely won't meet one who is exactly the same as another. But that's the same for personality of anyone you meet. You know, everyone's different. Everyone has their own ways of doing things. And everybody sees life through a different lens as well based on their own experiences in life, their own sensitivities, and just their overall perception of people and things. So for me, I didn't have a childhood where I felt any different than anyone else in terms of seeing spirit or being psychic. I really didn't have an inkling of those gifts when I was younger. Um, We were raised Catholic. We went to church every week. I mean, that's what I knew and that's what I was raised with. So some mediums will tell you that since they were a kid, they've seen spirit, they've talked to spirit, and they were always comfortable or maybe not comfortable with the spirit world. Kind of like the way The Sixth Sense was, that movie. Um, But not everyone has those six senses activated from birth. In fact, it wasn't until I was in my 30s that I went to a psychic medium for, really, I was there for guidance around what to do with my career. And she told me that I had these gifts and that I should explore them which totally blew my mind. I mean, I always had thought that you had to be born a medium or a psychic to practice and do readings on people, but she was quickly like, no, everyone has this ability, but not everyone is meant to develop it, but if you want to, you can. And I promise, I'm gonna share my journey that started eight years ago, actually it's almost nine years ago now, where I started this spiritual journey slash awakening. Um, but I'm going to do that in another episode because it's it's just too much for this one. I'm going to just focus on mediums today. But I'm going to give you the Coles notes. So in a nutshell, I did study. I was so excited that you could learn how to do this because it had always been my passion. It, it was my hobby. It was the what I read books about what I saw on TV like I loved everything to do with this uh, this sense of being a medium or seeing what a psychic does like I was just fascinated um so I did decide well let's give it a go I mean <laughs> what's there to lose so I did study um, I learned how to meditate And I slowly started giving information to my peers who would actually validate it. And doing that, I slowly started building my confidence 
and learning tools to help me connect, which does take a lot of time and practice, especially practicing with the right people is very important. Mediums and psychics receive information that's either felt, heard, seen, or it's just this knowing. So to break it down, so you may have heard of clairvoyance. That's the seeing. So some people actually do see spirit through their physical eyes. They can see auras in, or just they see clear visions in their mind's eye, which might be a very clear picture of someone on the other side or an object or image or maybe an old photograph that their sitter can relate to. Then there's clairsentience and that's the feeling. So they feel the emotional state of somebody, you know, feeling a gut instinct about someone, being emotionally sensitive to others. Um, Empaths really are clairsentient. I mean, if you walk into a room and someone, you can tell people were talking about you and you instinctively know (laughs) something was just being talked about. That's that clairsentience feeling. There's no reason besides the gut feeling inside of you that of the emotion that you can pull from. So as a medium, we feel the energy of spirit, the emotions and behavior that they want to convey to their loved one. And then there's the clairaudient, and that's the hearing. So some mediums can actually hear voices or sounds that directly relate to the sitter. And they can understand what the spirit is trying to say and communicate. And then there's the claircognizance, and that's the knowing. And as a medium, for it just like we just know stuff, but we don't know why. Like, have you ever known that the phone was going to ring or when the phone was ringing, you knew who it was going to be, even if you weren't expecting them to call? Or maybe in the real world, you're just really good at telling someone, telling if someone is lying, you can see right through them. It's kind of like you just, you don't know how you know, but you know. It's a clear knowing for a medium of what needs to be said. Sometimes, you know, in a reading, I might bring up the idea of looking for a new car and the sitter is in the process of deciding to buy a new car. Now, I wouldn't have known that otherwise. They might have not even taken action, but it's been something that's been on their mind. I just get a sense that that's what I need to talk about. So that's that clear cognizance. It's we don't know how we know, but we just are given the information and it's usually very random. The way that I receive information, which has taken a long time to discern between the different ones is the clairsentience, which is that feeling. I get gut feelings. I feel emotions. Um, sometimes I just, I know what needs to be said and that claircognizance, which is that knowing, I don't know how I know it, but I just know that I need to talk about X, Y, or Z. So you may have heard the term using your third eye, which is a space that is on your forehead 
if you would just imagine it, it's between your eyes, like in between your eyebrows, but just like up like an inch. This is a powerful tool that you use every day for your own imagination and creativity. And that as a medium is where we connect with spirit and receive our information. So just to prove that anyone can do what I learned to do in its very basic form, something that you usually do every day, let's just try a quick exercise. So if you're driving, just wait until you're home to do this. <laughs> um, so close your eyes, be still, take a deep breath. And I just want you to feel that space in between your eyes, right in the middle of your forehead, just about an inch above your eyebrows. Keep your eyes closed. Now just feel that space that's right there and imagine a ball of white energy swirling around in that space. And it's swirling around and it's clearing out anything that's causing clutter in your mind. Now, picture a banana in that space. Can you see it? Is it yellow? Or does it have yellow and brown spots? Maybe it's greenish. Does it still have the sticker on it? Okay, now I want you to picture an umbrella. What color is it? Is there a pattern on it? Is it a solid color? Is it open or closed? Is there a person holding it? And if so, who is it? Do you know them? Okay, now picture a house. Is it your house? Is it on a familiar street? If it's not your house, whose house is it? Do you see people inside? And are the lights on? What color is the house? Okay. So feel free to open your eyes and congratulations, you have activated your third eye. I know that was like such a simple exercise, but what I want you to remember is that none of you saw anything physical in front of you. You saw what was in your mind's eye. And for each of you listening to this, every single one of you will have seen something unique or different than anyone else. The difference between what you just did and then what I do as a medium is I allow spirit to show me what it is they want to show me in my mind's eye. And I open myself up to the energy that they want to share, which yeah, sometimes makes me feel a certain way, have certain emotions, or somehow I just know what they want to convey. 
The trick to being a medium is really getting out of my own way and getting out of my own thoughts uh, a lot of the time because sometimes it just feels like my own thoughts when I'm receiving the information and like I'm just, you know, using my own imagination to bring in whatever I think, right? But that's the trick is taking time to remove my own thoughts and allowing the spirit to come in and give me that information. A lot of mediums feel that sense of doubt, like this might be my own imagination, but then, you know, time and time again, when clients are relating to what I'm saying and it makes sense for them, doesn't make sense in my life or any kind of train of thought that I would have had, when they validate it, then it starts to make sense. And But every medium feels that way at some point, that, wow, I don't know why I need to talk about race cars, but that's what they're telling me. And then they say, well, he used to, you know, fix up old race cars. That was his hobby. Now, that's not a part of my life, but that's how simple it comes through. So sometimes, and different interpretations mediums can take in terms of what that race car might represent. So for instance, the other day, I felt like I needed to talk about tie-dye. Now, this is a good example because I don't own anything tie-dye and I don't plan to own anything tie-dye. I have boys, so we're not doing tie-dye projects at home or anything like that. And it's not my style. Now, I do know it's coming back in style for sure. Um, but for whatever reason, I felt the urge to talk about tie-dye. And my sitter then said, well, they're huge tie-dye people. And at the exact moment her and I were talking, her daughter was in another room tie-dyeing a shirt. <laughs> I mean, I, it, it, this is what I mean. It's sometimes it's so kind of crazy and out there, but they're really good validations as to what is actually going on in the sitter's life. So as simple as talking about tie-dye, it was very validating. I thought that was pretty cool. And listen, mediums are just reading energy when whatever form comes to them. So some mediums, they really do get a clear picture of what needs to be said or what their uh, loved one on the other side looks like and all the details that would validate. We are all just energy and tuning into each other's energy is something that we carry into the spirit world. I mean, we've had those instances, like I had mentioned before, where we walk into a room and you can feel the energy change. Like, you know, were you just talking about me? And you know something's up, you can feel it. It is just that same intuitive gut feeling that you relay from the spirit world. So another time early in my journey, we were partnered off um, just practicing. We were all beginners, really just kind of feeling out our own intuition. And I was partnered up with someone I hadn't met before. So I truly knew nothing about her. 
I was offering her some evidence I was sensing from spirit, although it was very random um, things that were coming up for me. But I had a feeling it was her husband, but she seemed so young to be a widow. So again, this was Joanna, me, thinking that that's not reasonably possible. She's too young, but that's not for me to decide. So that's what I mean as trying to get out of my own thoughts. Because I have no idea what that person's life experience was. And I need to leave that aside and trust what spirit gives me and just say what comes through. When I was talking to her, I felt this need to randomly say the word divine. Now, I wasn't talking about anything that would have brought that word into conversation. Um, and I didn't have any context behind it. I literally just said the word divine and she broke down. She had, I didn't know ahead of time, but she had prayed to her husband who had passed and she asked him to say the word divine. And I'm just getting goosebumps about it right now, even still, because when she said that, not only was it such a wonderful like validation for her that I would say that word, but it was such a great validation for me beginning. And I don't know what made me say that word, but I felt like I had to say it. And so I did. And it really made me think like, wow, I, I really listen to what was being given to me and I was right. It was actually a really cool experience. So that's a great example of the claircognizance that I was talking about before, where you're just given something and you just have to say it. And that was, that was the first time I knew it wasn't coming from me. It wasn't my brain and that that word was just given to me, as simple as that was. So more recently, I described um, in another reading my sitter's grandparent that passed, and I was able to describe her details around her beauty routine and the way that she had fancy nails and the way that she dressed and her personality. And I even brought up the fact that she smoked which my sitter said she only found out about her grandmother a few days before. She didn't even know that when she was alive. And I had also brought up what her grandmother had left behind for her, which her grandmother had passed over a year ago. And she had just received it the week before I was talking to her, the, what her grandmother had left behind for her from a cousin. And that was, that was really, really validating. And the sitter was so happy because she was so excited to get this gift from her grandmother and then for it to be validated through a stranger from me um, was really cool. And in the same reading, I brought up what my sitter had been doing recently to show that her grandmother was with her, even down to like, my sitter had just bought new running shoes and you know while I understand that that is a familiar thing 
It's something that she hadn't done for four years, she said. She had been putting it off, she hadn't been exercising, and the act of going to get the running shoes was a big deal because she was finally committing to this exercise routine that she was putting off for so long. So buying the running shoes was a big deal for her and her budget. I was really surprising myself with all the details and the evidence that fit for her and that were within the last week happening to her. My sitter walked away feeling so validated and happy to connect with her grandmother. Even though she didn't need the closure, she was reassured that her grandmother is still with her and watching over her from heaven. So mostly, I mean, that's all people want to know. They're, that their loved ones are in heaven and they're happy, they're at peace, and they're still watching over the family and seeing all the birthdays and the celebrations, the weddings, the graduations, you know, all the new children being born, new babies, and all that stuff that's happening without them physically there. It's proof that there is life after life. It is just on a different realm, but they are there watching us, they're supporting us, they're loving us, and yes, they are talking to us. See my episode two. <laughs> we just have to open up our hearts and our minds to believe it is possible. And yeah, like I said in episode two, signs from heaven, pay attention to the signs. They send us to reassure us that we aren't going crazy. It really is them. So my little assignment for you this week and beyond is really a simple one. If the thought of mediums interests you and you want to learn more, just go on YouTube, watch some videos of high profile mediums like Sean Leonard, James Von Prague, Teresa Caputo, you know, Sylvia Brown back in her day. They have, it, it's just so nice to watch these videos and look for those moments, those moments that people have when they receive that reading. And you could see just this sense of release inside of them and that closure, that reassurance that their loved ones live on in heaven or the other side. And they are still with them and supporting them and seeing everything that's going on in their life. So as a closing, I do offer mediumship readings and you can contact me through my website at spiritualsouldiscovery.com if you want to learn more. Have a great week. See you next time. You can follow me at Spiritual Soul Discovery on Facebook and Instagram. Check out my website, spiritualsouldiscovery.com, where you can contact me for your own personal mediumship or soul reading. To learn more about your spiritual curiosity and keep in the loop about offers and events, sign up for my monthly newsletter on my website. And as a bonus, you'll receive a free personal numerology reading about what your birth date says about you. And last but not least, thank you for tuning in. Hit subscribe so that others can find me in the podcast universe and share with your friends who you know would enjoy this. Thanks for listening and see you next time.